There was a time when energy was a dirty word, when turning on your lights was a hard choice. Cities in brownout, food shortages, cars burning fuel to run. But that was the past. Where are we now? How did we make the world so much better? Make deserts bloom. Right now, we're the largest producer of fusion energy in the world. The energy of the sun, trapped in rock, harvested by machine from the far side of the moon. Today, we deliver enough clean-burning helium-3 to supply the energy needs of nearly 70% of the planet. Who'd have thought all the energy we ever needed right above our heads? The power of the moon. The power of our future. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening hi. to Cheap Seat Reviews. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. <laughs> you oh, hi, Shark. So, uh, oh, hi, Shark. Oh, yeah, there's, they're, they're doing a Sharknado. Like eight or nine or ten, whatever it was. Did you say that? Did you say he's making a? Uh, he was making a. Tommy Wiseau oh. was making a shark movie or something. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I think I forwarded you that that's that right. link a few yeah, days ago. That's where the joke came from. Oh hi shark. Yeah. Oh hi shark. Uh, I hope he says that. <laughs> that throws. I really <laughs> hope he writes it. Uh, yeah, I've, I hope he gets total free reign. Yeah. To do whatever the heck Tommy Wiseau wants to do right. on the shark movie. And then I wanted. Oh, to, it's gonna be great. And then have him throw a bottle at it. He yep. and, he goes, oh, hi, and then Shark. have a have a sequel to uh, the the what's a, the movie we watched, whatever that was. The for, the room, the room. Yeah, have a sequel. You know, the shark. Well, it's just called the shark. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I like this idea. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, we're <laughs> already we're already um, rabbit holing, and we haven't even made it through the yes. intro yet. This is uh, uh, Cheap Suit Reviews, the podcast that. <laughs> that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 239. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm flying through it here. Um, episode 239. <laughs> and tonight we're talking about moon. 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 Moon, like my, my uh, cousins and family up in Minnesota would talk like, you know, oh, look at the moon there, Abe. Yeah. Is that how they say it? The moon? It's all totally bright up there in the sky. And boy, I'd be darn tootin' if we might get some snow tomorrow. <laughs> I love you. I love your Minnesota talk. I almost wish you'd do that all the time, except eventually it would get old, but I, I still love it. I think it's great. Oh, they're great. And the funny thing is whenever I go visit, I, I totally carry that home oh, I with, know. with me. I know. Oh. And it, it's great because it'll, it'll, it'll slip in and out. It's like uh, Carrie Fisher yeah. trying to do a British accent in, in The New Hope. Like it just kind of comes and goes. And um, yeah, I, I want... I, I kind of want, like, there would be kind of a fun, when when you go to visit, because you, sometimes you go in the summer to visit. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you come back for, like, two, you know, you're, you're gone for two weeks, you come back, and then just get Andrew to do his Scottish, <laughs> <laughs> between you and the Scottish, it would just be such a weird episode. 
Especially for people <laughs> like if that was like their first episode listening to us, they'd be like, "Oh, that's that's it's a strange <laughs> pairing: a Scotsman, some weird Canadian, and this guy." <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'd be great. Oh, who am I? Well, I'm Sean Oren. Uh, hey, this Sean. Is, this is nice Jeep, to see you. This is Jeep's reviews, and joining me is uh, is uh, Sam. There are no seatbelts in this shuttle thingy uh, vector. Yes, and Sean. Yes. I, I, I'm trying to think of a way to kill you in this movie, and I guess it would just be to let you die in three years. Uh, oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say the vacuum of space and whatever, but, I mean, there is, I guess there is one body count, so, <laughs> technically, right? Well, Well, no, there's there was, what, five others before? Yeah, but like, we don't see them on screen. Well, we see five. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to spoil anything yet, just yet. Okay, because this is a 2009 <laughs> movie, uh, Moon, uh, Andrew's not joining us tonight. Uh, we were supposed to uh, travel. Things happened. Uh, he it can't. Happens. He can't join us. And it's it's a thing. And we decided just to do, go uh, to do uh, Sam and myself tonight, simply because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mention this again at the end of the show. Next week, we will not have a show. Um, uh, I will be in Orlando at a conference, and I will be in D.C. at an install. So Washington D.C. on an install. So. Literally Sorry, two, folks. yeah, two thirds of us won't be in our in front of our microphones. Um, yeah. So Andrew would be awfully lonely. Yes, and e- even though he talks to himself, uh, I think it would be a little awkward for him. It might be, though. It still would be fun uh, to just listen <laughs> to his musings, especially if he talked like back in his Scottish accent, like he did like multiple oh, voices. Maybe he could have a dialogue between the Andrew and the the, the angry Scotsman. Oh man, that would be so cool. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so this movie, Moon, <laughs> 2009's Moon, um, neither one of us had seen this movie, correct? No, never seen it. Never uh, heard of it, to tell I, you the truth. I only heard of it because of some other podcasts I listened to talk about this movie in kind of a glowing reverence <laughs> of this, this sci-fi movie that no one saw that's really, really great. And See, I, I was confusing it with, was it Sunshine? I think is the other yeah. sci-fi that everybody talks about. Yeah, and it came out about the same time, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Oh, it came out a couple <laughs> years earlier, but that one's truly like a space madness kind of movie. Yeah, um, oh, a yeah. team of international astronauts are sent on a dangerous mission to reignite the dying sun with a nuclear fission bomb in 2057. <laughs> um. To, uh, Danny Boyle directed this this one. Mm-hmm. That, have you seen it? I've seen parts of it. I saw enough mm-hmm. to know that I didn't like it. It was weird. Yeah. I will give you that. It was certainly a weird movie. Chris Evans is in that? Yeah. Whoa, you, wait a minute. Hold on. You got Captain America and Scarecrow in the same movie? Yeah. Weird. Uh, oh, and then you got a Star Trek connection with Michelle Yeoh. Well, that's kind of cool. Um, oh, and Mark Strong. We love Mark Strong. Uh, he's, uh, he's everybody's favorite bad guy, except that one time he was in the Kingsman and he wasn't a bad guy. So, all right. Anyway, um, but Moon, um, I thought... Moon. I, <laughs> I thought Moon was also <laughs> the same thing, to be honest with you. Yeah. I thought it was... I mean, the, the picture, the, the poster, right, is this dude it's sam rockwell right standing in a spacesuit with his helmet off with a yep. kind of gnarly um almost hypnotic image behind him 
And mm-hmm. so I thought that this movie was just pure space madness, right? Well, well, the one thing, Sean, I, like I said, I went into this not knowing a whole lot, but the only thing I knew going in was the Netflix description right as you click it on. And it mentions something about um, he's there for, th- been on the moon for three years and starts to see things. I thought this was going to be a horror movie. Yeah. Um, well, there was, there's not much of a cast. As, as you start watching this, you realize that there's not much of a cast. And then, and it says, oh, by the way, um, oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> didn't mean for that to happen. Um, and all of a sudden, this has um, Kevin Spacey in it. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know he was in this. Interesting. Sorry. Uh, but it, I can't get the trailer to stop playing. There we go. Um, but I guess I will eventually say what this movie is. Uh, this is the description as on IMDb. As he nears the end of a lonely three-year stint on the moon, ba- moon base Serang, astronaut Sam Bell begins to hear and see strange things. Mm-hmm. And then in the sequel, he would see stranger things. Oh, very nice. Upside down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so... So I, I totally figured this is a horror movie. He's This guy's going slowly insane uh, from isolation, and he's going to... We're going to see some pretty crazy things. Yeah. I, I, I'm totally... Yes. Yes. And that is not what this movie is at all. <laughs> not one bit. Not at all. It's rated R <laughs> only because of some swearing. And maybe a little butt. Yeah, you get to see some Rockwell butt, but I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, no, this movie was very different, and I, I ended the I ended the movie going, that was some cool sci-fi. Yeah, like um, some different di- ways of thinking about it. Yeah, it was. Very- I enjoyed the the. I really did enjoy not knowing what this was. To tell you the truth, yeah, I did too. And and the idea when when I realized, holy. Crap! Are we are we doing spoilers? By the way, can we go into it? Can we jump? Uh, okay, Should yeah, we? sure. We're you know twenty minutes right. in the movie. We're gonna go ahead and just lay it on you here. I mean, the movie yeah. is ten years old, but when you realize that there's clones, yeah, and and it's not just a hallucination. When he takes him out of the takes the initial person you followed out of the crash and brings him back, yeah. When you're thinking. Somehow the the robot somehow got him out and brought him back and mm-hmm. you know he couldn't walk because he'd been under or something like that. That blew my mind. Yeah, I was like, "Holy crap! They totally tricked me. They totally got me on this." I, and then his slow decline mm-hmm. into the end of his three years, I was thinking, "Holy crap! How what a horrible thing to happen to this person that thinks it's a real person and to to just." Just lay down and take it. I, I, oh my gosh, I felt bad for him. Yeah, um, yeah. So here's the funny thing. Um, it's just total coincidence that my family and I have been watching the Clone Wars on start uh, on Netflix, <laughs> the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon, the the animated one, not the, uh-huh. the CGI one, not the one that was the cartoon that was directed by the people that did Samurai Jack. Um, and we really enjoy it. We really enjoyed it, and. The one thing that it really does, honestly, Sam, is that it uh-huh. makes the prequels a little better, in my opinion, because huh. when you get 
to episode three, and you have Order 66. That actually means something now, because the Jedi that die, you've met now. Mm. And you actually kind of have relationships with them a little bit. And mm-hmm. then, and you've gone on adventures and watched them save the lives of other Jedi. And it's like, oh my gosh, if it wasn't for this Jedi who just died, Anakin wouldn't be here. Kind of a mm-hmm. thing, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it really is interesting. The, the other thing that's that it also painfully does, I'm, I know we're going to get back to Moon. And this isn't a segue because <laughs> I don't like Moon, but this is a segue. This, this is a thought that's kind of been bothering me for a while. So we're watching the Clone Wars and, and we're having a good time with it. And th- there's an episode that comes on. This is no spoiler. If you've seen Solo, Han Solo, you know mm-hmm. that Darth Maul lived after episode one. Um, mm-hmm. And Darth Maul kind of weaves his way through. He's in the Clone Wars series. We see him, how he comes back and, and how, how does that of, work? Uh, so he, how did he live? He was cut in half, right? And yeah. he, he somehow... F- survives the the physical impact of falling down the giant well whatever and okay. he said that the that the force and his hatred kept him alive now <laughs> it's not really explained in the show if it was and i missed it and if there's anyone that's a bigger nerd than i am can can tell me i fine but somehow that's he that's makes a- it to another planet where he kind of is put together in this really strange like spider thing. And then his, his brother takes him to another place where his eight legs turns into two and he gets his mind back. And, and then he goes to another place where his two legs become more formidable where he's actually a pretty decent fighter again. Um, And then he starts. So it takes him a while to get back (laughs) on his feet. On his feet. Yeah. And, (laughs) And he creates this, this crime syndicate. And we actually see the beginnings, how he does that, how he's taking out the, these different cartels, um, why Jabba the Hutt is only the only hut mentioned in, in The Return of the Jedi is because um, Darth Maul has killed off most of the other ones, the Hutt clan. And Jabba's kind of like the remaining one. Interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway... Uh, my point was is that there's the episode. There's an episode where Darth Maul is, is gaining power. He's gaining power, and he has an apprentice uh, also who looks just like him. And the the uh, soon to be emperor, Lord uh, Darth uh, Plagueis, uh, uh, right? Yeah, finds out, and he goes and they fight, and it's an awesome fight. And he kills the Darth Maul's apprentice, and. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. He's, I forgot. The Emperor, he's, he's kind of a badass, right? And then mm-hmm. I remember, oh, yeah, in Episode 3, he has this really great badass duel with Yoda and kind of kicks Yoda's butt. And then I thought, this badass dude was defeated by being picked up and thrown down a hole? You still there, Sam? I can't tell if you're there because you don't have a camera. Oh, did, am I talking about myself? Oh, oh I, I'm back. Oh, I'm you're back. back. I'm back. <laughs> my my controller died. Oh no. My uh, no no no. It turned itself off. Oh, Apparently, you I'm going to have to to click it uh, every now and then every to uh, to keep us going. Sorry about that. I totally something about a, a big badass. 
Basically, Lord Plague is the emperor, right? Before he's the emperor, but yep. he he fights Darth Maul, kills Darth Maul's apprentice in a pretty pretty gnarly fashion. And then I remember, oh yeah, he beats the crap out of Yoda in Episode Three. Mm-hmm. And and then I remembered he's defeated by Vader picking him up and throwing him down a hole. Like huh. the problem with the prequels is that it cheapens what Vader does later because, mm-hmm. because we kind of look at the Emperor as this old like he's in power just because he's been there for forever. Yeah. He's been there a hundred years as the Emperor, and he is great with the force, but he's this kind of decrepit thing, and that's how he's able to be picked up and just thrown down a well. But not less than 10 years earlier, we see him hopping around the Senate fighting Yoda. Yeah. And, and so it's yeah, like, from, from little pod to little pod in that big yeah. chamber. So that, again, that's part of the reasons why the, the sequels kind of suck is because they, it, it kind of, it's almost like you're retconning things later and it, it kind of, I think almost cheapens. Mm-hmm. Four, five, and six. Anyway, that's my rant. I'm sorry about yeah. that. Wow, folks. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but my point was is that because I'm watching Clone Wars, we're dealing with clones, and and there was an episode where the clones were having some literally programming issues, and it reminded me, and it, it triggered in this movie where you kind of find out that sometimes the clone has some different personality traits because of some errors in the DNA coding. So, like... Clone 5, who is the character that we follow from the beginning of the movie, is this calm, kind of chill, zen dude. And number 6 comes out, punching bag, running on the treadmill, aggressive. He, he you know, beats up the other, you know, he beats up 5. Um, so I thought that was really interesting that they did that. To ba- and also, not just to make them different, but to show that there's something weird going on before the word clone is used, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was with you. I, I thought it was a hallucination. I thought, yeah. Cause I thought, how did he get back to the station? How did Gertie go out and get him and get him out of his suit and then heal him? Mm-hmm. And then when he goes, he's like, when he does the little tricky trick to get out of the station, right? And he goes, and he, he's getting ready to get into a spacesuit, but the, the spacesuit that he would always get in is gone. And yep. he has to get in the other one. I'm like, oh, something's happening. And then he pulls into the rover and opens the door, and, and there's his suit. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it, 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 and there's that whole bit where he's, you know, basically his legs aren't really working because he thinks he's been in sick bay for so long mm-hmm. from the accident. I just loved it. It was a great, it was. great twist. It really was, and it, it it really made the movie. And and I'll say this: and um, last couple of weeks, I've asked kind of what was your favorite part. Um, the, the 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 company was really smart and really dumb at the same time. I think. <laughs> okay. The, the smart thing that they did was they the, the reason why you make the clone only live three years is because if you make the clone after a human that has a life, right, you have to give him hope that he's going to go home to that life. That's why the job is only three years long. Yep, yep. Um, but you make them suspicious by cutting them off from the world 
by only allowing kind of voice messages and not live video. And mm-hmm. and that's what made Six super suspicious is that he's like, that doesn't make sense. And and then eventually he, of course, he, he has a pretty he funny... Figures. <laughs> yeah, and he has a pretty interesting solution to program the harvesters to go crash into one of the towers so that when Seven wakes up, he can phone home. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. But here, honestly, this is the only part of the movie where I was like, hmm... And it was in the last seconds of the movie. And I'm going to play a clip from it later. Okay. Is when he goes to Earth, right? He sick makes it home, right? Yep. And then there's a news clip being played, and it says, this guy says he's a clone, and he's the sixth one, and blah, blah, blah. Stock prices fell, blah, blah, blah. Right, I'll play the clip in a little bit. But my thought was, how did he get out there? Like, the <laughs> ship is programmed to land at their facility. Did he... Did he land and jump out in the middle of the night and no one saw him in a spacesuit? Like, like how was he not immediately mm. apprehended? Like, I, I know that that's kind of dumb to even think about, but that was what immediately my brain went to. Um, so, anyway. But I, that's a dumb thing to complain about in an otherwise really good movie, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I thought Rockwell did very well, especially... The personality difference between the clones. Yeah. You know, where one was certainly more aggressive. And and the, the original, I guess not the original, but the, the first one you meet yeah. is much more, uh, I don't know, fun, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's just chill. He's just kind of jokey, jokey, whatever. Um, so I'm going to ask you this, Sam. Yep. When, when the first time you heard Gertie talk as um <laughs> what's his name usual suspect um mm-hmm. i can't remember his name kevin, kevin spacey. spacey yeah thank you yeah did you think he was gonna be the bad guy yes i did totally i totally did yeah i i totally. could have swore as soon as he was like good morning sam and he has that little <laughs> emoji face thing which yep. i thought was kind of fun i thought yeah. i'm like hmm you're going to murder everybody. You're going to turn into a murder bot. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. But but he kind of end up saving six. Oh, not only does he save six, he he's like a true friend. Yeah. He's like, hey, you know, when the when the recovery team gets here, they're going to check my memory banks for the last 48 hours, and they're going to see that two of you were Your awake. Escapes. yeah. Well, that the two of you are, were awake together. So... Yeah. Do this thing here and hit this button over there and you can erase my memory for the last 24 hours. And he's like, you do that for me? He's like, my job is to help you and to make you happy. So like even the robot kind of pulled like a Sonny from iRobot and was like, I'm going to kind of ignore some of my programming because my basic programming says I Mm -hmm. have to help you. And if that means... I show you files from where one through four <laughs> went, went quote unquote home. Yeah. Um, and again, they subvert the genre with that. Again, you know, you, like you said, we totally expected, especially in his, in Spacey's best Hal voice yeah. from 2001. I, I totally expected yeah. some mayhem from yeah. the robot. I did too. It was, it was like an anti-trope. 
Like yeah. They went out of their way. And to, like, yeah. yeah. And like he locked him in the, the, the space station for a while. And yeah, it's just, and he goes, I promise I'm not going to the crash site. I just want to look at the hall. And he goes, okay. He's like, all right, <laughs> I'll let you out. And he does. And of course he, he lies. Cause he's a human. He can lie. And, and it's not, and then we don't ever see the scene where he's like, you promised and you lied, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm going to murder mm-hmm. you or whatever. But, um, no, like the, the Gertie was really, was genuinely really cool. Yeah. Um, and again, I bulky, also, a very bulky robot for, uh, yeah, we the have, room. yeah, we have the technology to clone, but we don't have the technology to make him less, uh, awkward. <laughs> um, you know, if he's on, if Sam's on one side of the station and, and that little, you know, upside down vacuum cleaners on the other, it's going to take him a long time to get over there. <laughs> Um, I don't know, but it, it actually kind of reminded me of um, the computer from Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, the way we, where he hung from the ceiling. Yeah, and, yeah. Only that but was, even that, I thought that was cool. It's like, oh man, look at the tracks they've got, and even when when the ceiling kind of juts down, they've got a way to get it. He can get around. And yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. It was very, yeah, it was very well thought. Everything about this, and again, this is a yeah. low budget film. This was a five million dollar film, and you. I will have to say, uh, a little bit of a quirk for me was some of the exterior scenes looked very plasticky, yeah, toy-ish. Yeah, there's a scene when he when he gets out of the the rover after discovering the the jamming towers, and they they superimpose the jamming tower on his 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 uh, his view screen or whatever his uh, his glass mm-hmm. protective helmet. That that looked very. Um, mm. 3D Studio Max. You know, it, yep. it it looked it looked rough, but I didn't care. Um, and like <laughs> like when the when the um the 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 harvester was driving, yeah, you, you could tell that the the particles flying off. I was like, okay, it it almost just looked like brown static as opposed to like particulates flying. I, I will say, but, uh, Sean, I had a good laugh at the very beginning. And you played the clip to start us off tonight mm-hmm. when they talked about Helium 3. Dude. And wasn't that a, a big conversation we had in terms of what if it was a real thing or not? The first thing I wrote was Helium 3. Wasn't that the source of fuel for Iron Sky? And I remember saying, that's stupid. That's not real. And then we looked it up and it's wholly freaking real. It's totally it's real. Totally yeah. real. <laughs> oh my gosh! I couldn't believe it. I would never have thought yeah. that Iron Sky would come back the way that it just with did. a real scientific fact. I yeah, no, I was just blown away. I really was. Um, <laughs> Helium three. Anyway, um, Helium three is a light, non-radioactive isotope of helium with two protons yeah. and one neutron. Found uh, on the moon, apparently. Well, it. it uh, Natural abundance is on Earth. That's what it says. <laughs> it was discovered, uh, existence was first proposed in 1934 by Australian nuclear physicist Mark Oliphant while working at the University of Cambridge Laboratory. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I... I, I uh, but once again, we got another movie where we're doing stuff kind of sneakily clandestine weird yep. stuff because of fuel, you know, this kind of, it was very avatar in that. <laughs> um, remind me of that a little bit. What is it? Unobtainium. That's right. It was unobtainium. Yeah. Yeah. 
We need a name for a thing. Well, I'll just call it an obtainium. Um, so here's my notes, right? This is just yes. kind of funny because I, you know how my notes work. They, um, I try to predict the movie because <laughs> I don't go back and edit my notes because it wouldn't be very fun if I did. So I wrote, didn't know Spacey was in this. His robot voice already <laughs> makes me think he's going to try to kill Sam. Uh, <laughs> hints of space madness, right? Because he would see people. Like the whole crash was because he saw he thought he saw someone out in the distance. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he was seeing. Uh, what know, was he seeing? I couldn't. I never got that. It looked like an astronaut. It looked like another yeah. him out there. And it, it and and kind of thinking about it now, like maybe he's seeing, maybe not his past lives. No, it wasn't his reflection. Like like past lives, or like he's seeing. Other his other versions, but doesn't know that. Like there was a moment that really kind of shook me a little bit, where it was he's having a dream where he's in bed with his wife, mm, and then mm-hmm. the camera pans down the sheets, and then there's him at the bed, oh, reaching, reaching, like trying yep. to like help. I need help, and that was like, oh, that that kind of like that's where I was like, oh, here's the space madness. Here's the, yep. Here's like, the uh, horror part of here's it. Here's the horror part because, like, he's seeing himself. He's seeing someone else living this life, and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna drive him crazy. Is that he's he's like in his mind. There's someone else with his wife, mm-hmm. um, and so maybe that's what's gonna make him go bananas. Um, and uh, and kind of a way there is someone else. Was there is a, it's him? It's him. It's number one. It's the original. And of course, she dies. <laughs> The wife is dead, but it, again, back to the company being sinister. You know the the fact that they took these video messages, which were probably from the original Sam, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with his daughter being three and stuff, and so that they they keep playing these messages throughout to keep giving him hope. Because um, if they cut him off completely, he would go insane, and the the clones would last six months. You know, because mm-hmm. people crave. We need other people as much mm-hmm. as. As an intro, as much of an introvert as I am, I still need to talk to other people at some point, um, which is why I do a podcast. Um, I did. I wrote uh, the fact that his company's comms is a low priority is weird. Mm-hmm. Now makes sense later, right? Yeah, we understand. Yeah. Um, I wrote so either Gertie is lying or Central is about something. I don't remember why. And then I wrote either. Well, his- there, there was that one scene where. Six was overhearing a conversation between Gertie oh, and a, a live feed. It was a live feed. Yeah, you're right. Yep. And then he said, nope, no live feed. And so that's why I said, so, somebody's lying. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, either his hallucinations are really strong and they can manipulate things, or there really is a clone up there, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then I wrote, new meaning with arguing with yourself. Um, and then I wrote, I think the clone only works for three years and then starts to fail. And then that's, and then that's when we got the video. Like I, I wrote that before we see the video of the other clones, like my hair is falling out and yeah. And that's, and cause you learn, like you kind of get those hints when, like when they have the fist fight and he punches him in the eye and he's bleeding everywhere and he goes, I barely hit you. And it's because his body's literally fragile. It's, it's, it's falling apart. So, <laughs> it just occurred to me, you're not wrong about Gertie being kind of a dumb machine. They have the ability to artificially create gravity. 
It didn't even occur to me. <laughs> They've got fake gravity up there, but they can't make a better robot. Right. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I did like this movie a lot, though. Um, I have some fun stuff in trivia, which we'll get into in just a little bit. That might spark yeah, some more I, conversation. You know, I actually but... avoided trivia in hopes that, that you would have some good nuggets tonight. I, I, because I figured with an independent film that, that almost has a bit of a cult following, um, would have some good stuff. There, there is. Um, I'm going to play... Actually, I'm going to read the trivia first, and then I'll play some clips, because I think the trivia is okay. actually pretty fun. I'm going to switch it up tonight, because, you know, there's no Andrew, so why not? Yeah. Kevin's he's not holding us back tonight. Kev- he's not holding us back. That's not true. <laughs> and now for some more bad news. Ready? I felt obligated to play that. Kevin Spacey <laughs> read the script and agreed to voice Gertie, but only when the film was finished and if he liked it. Mm. So imagine watching the movie, but it's like some bloke. Like it's like the PA that's off screen reading the lines to him. Like he's feeding him the lines. You know uh, what I'm saying? Because someone has to be reading him the lines so that he can interact with the machine. Do you feel a little dirty thinking Kevin Spacey's in this film? No. With all the stuff that's going on with him. I, I know. And we asked the same question because remember, we did the negotiator after all yeah. that stuff happened. And. I'm going to just look at it this way and simply say that, yes, this is a, you know, he's obviously still acting after having done those horrible things, but I'm going to look at the, the art that he did and enjoy it. Okay. You know, like I, I'm still going to go find, you know, those, those Cosby stand up, you know, the Cosby routines and, and laugh mm-hmm. because they're still funny. You know, like I don't know. I just, yeah, I never thought Louis C.K. was funny to begin with, so I don't. I don't have a problem ignoring him. Um, yeah. And there's gonna be there's others I can't think of. Um, you know, people have said dumb things, obviously, and done some horrible things. Um, most of the other people that have kind of been outed, I don't mm-hmm. particularly care for their craft. Anyway, I don't care that Matt Lauer is out of a job because whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. I don't know. But if we completely avoid his movies altogether, we're kind of robbing ourselves of some good art. Mm-hmm. Like this movie. Because he's done some good stuff. Yeah, like like this movie in particular. Like if we would have said, oh, like if I would have sent you a text on Wednesday and said, oh, by the way, Kevin Spacey's in this movie. We have to do it. We have to pick a different movie. Like we I would have I would have. Yeah, we would have missed yeah. A really good movie, I think. So, um, According to director Doug Jones, Duncan Jones, sorry, the film was shown to some NASA scientists who questioned why the harvesters of H3, HE3 would mm-hmm. not take place on the near side of the moon where HE3 is in more abundance. The explanation given was that the choice was made to harvest the far side so as to not affect the wildlife. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. Somebody with a bit of a sense of humor there. I, I expected him to say something like, when I started reading that the first time, I was like, well, because the dark side's more mysterious and we want this movie to be mysterious, you know, or the company almost don't, they don't even want people to even think about this thing when they look up at, at the night sky. And, mm-hmm. you know, another part of me thought simply, well, we don't want to give the man on the moon a mustache by putting giant <laughs> tracks of, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Just before Sam leaves for Earth, he is carrying a cylindrical object under his arm. In the director's commentary, Duncan Jones says that this is a storage uh, canister containing (coughs) about $15 million worth of helium-3, and that selling it would allow Sam to live well on Earth for his three-year lifespan. This plot point didn't make it in the final cut. So, hmm. well, uh, I mean, good for him. Yeah, he's only got three years. For God's sake. Yeah, might as well live Jeez. it up or, or do whatever or right? burn the whole system down. I don't know. The text on Sam's T-shirt at the opening of the movie reads, "Wake me when it's quitting time." A similar T-shirt can be seen inside a dormant clones unit in the secret chamber, in the Chamber of Secrets. This can be a reference to Lunar Industries' policies of waking a new clone when the three-year contract or quitting time of a clone ends. Mm. So even Lunar Industries is kind of being cheeky and also a dick at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, Okay. Uh, Here's a little bit of this. Tess would know she would have told. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to preface this. This is what I call, I, I, I labeled this angry acting. So here's a little bit of Sam Rockwell losing his mind. Tess would know she would have hey, told me. Hey, Geppetto, wake up. You really think they give a shit about us? They're laughing all the way to the bank. Tess would know she would have told me. What do you get off? Happened. Sitting there sulking like a little boy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wake up! <laughs> right? <laughs> angry acting. Uh... I, I thought this was kind of interesting. He's, he's trying to make a point, he's upset, and then he's kind of blown away at the same time. He's very angry, you know? What he did, he flipped my entire model over. You know how much work I put into that thing? 938 hours. 938 hours, yeah, exactly. 938 hours, really? Approximately. <laughs> he's, he's kind of surprised. Like, Wow, 938 hours? That's a lot of time. He's been there three years, but still. Um, this is 45 seconds, um, but it's it it kind of explains... It's the big reveal, right? It's it's the yep. reveal of the movie, um, and I thought it was done pretty well. And again, this is um, your Kevin Spacey robot talking. Am I really a clone? When you first arrived at Sarang, there was a small crash. You woke up in the infirmary. You suffered minor brain damage and memory loss. I kept you under observation and ran some tests. I remember, yeah, I remember that. Sam, there was no crash. You were being awakened. It is standard procedure for all new clones to be given tests to establish mental stability and general physical health. Genetic abnormalities and minor duplication errors in the DNA can have considerable impact on... What about about Tess? What about Eve? They are memory implants, Sam. Uploaded, edited memories of the original Sam Bell. Mm. Kind of heavy. When When you learn your life has been a lie. Yeah. Not only is your life a lie, you've got, what... A week more to live. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then that little bit I mentioned earlier. Stocks have slipped further 32% after accusations. 
Flatman 6, the clone of Sam Bell, has been giving evidence at CEA's Board of Directors meeting in Seattle. You know what? He's one of two things. He's a wacko or an illegal immigrant. Either way, they need to lock him up. Line two. <laughs> He's an illegal immigrant. Good gracious. Uh, all right. Who's that guy that yells all the time? Um, the radio guy that yells all the time. He just lost his gig because he's a nutbag. Who is it? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, What's that? Uh, Sorry, my, my controller fell off again. <laughs> Conservative <laughs> radio host. Rush? No, Savage. Oh. No, yeah. not Savage, is it? No, it's yeah, not, it? not Michael Savage. Uh, Fred. Fred Savage, yeah. See, he's now got a conservative. <laughs> uh, the Savage Report, isn't it? No, the, it's uh, not him. What was his freaking name? Oh, it's driving me crazy. No, it's not him. I'm looking at these. He's insane. <laughs> he yells all the time and... I don't know, dude. Uh, conservative radio talk. Crazy. <laughs> uh, yells. I'm just trying to think. What is this guy's name? Oh, wait, is this guy? Is it, is it Alex Jones? Jones. Oh, he. If, yeah, if you would have said um, conspiracy theorist. Yeah. yeah. I would have gotten it. This guy's insane. He yells. All the- yeah. Didn't he totally just get owned, by the way, by a bunch of the, was it um, Newtown parents that sued him? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's insane. All right, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. Uh, we're, oh, what just happened? Oh, that was weird. Um, Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're going to do top three now, I think, because yeah. uh, honestly, I mean, that's the, that's the movie. I mean, that's, I mean, it's, that's it's pretty much it. We, I liked it. You liked it? Oh, I did. And. Yeah, it's got such a good twist, and I, and uh, and I probably should have Several said this twists. at the beginning of the episode. If this is not one, because I know some people just listen to the show because they just like the show, uh, and they don't watch the movie. And and you and I, we've gone on record many times saying, "Yeah, don't watch this movie." Or sometimes we say, "You don't need to watch this movie." This is one I think you need to watch. Yeah. Um. Yep. If you like movies, I think you should watch this one. And and it's not long. It's only an hour and thirty something minutes. Uh, so it's not a very long movie, but it, it'll it'll it, it'll give you some something to think about. Um, so I, I think you should check it out. I mean, gosh, mm-hmm. really, uh, Hell or High Water. I think you need to watch, and I think you need mm-hmm. to watch Bird Box. So the last few that we've done, I think those three. I mean, honestly, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't have to watch it. I mean, feel free to enjoy the hell out of it, but you know, it's not one that you that you necessarily have to watch. I think um, these movies teach us more about the human condition than, unfortunately. I mean, I guess Shaun of the Dead teaches you how to laugh, but, yeah, you yeah. know. And says things like, Sean. What? Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I had to. Really, again, honestly, that Queen song was stuck in my head for two weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, by part- the way, go. I, I saw the uh, Lego movie. Number two, yeah, dude, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Okay, oh, it's it's it doesn't have quite the magic the first one, 
sure. But there is a song in there that will get literally stuck in your head worse than Everything is Awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was possible. I love Everything is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I highly recommend. Very great story and great uh, message. So, yep. Anyway, my, my little review of Lego. Okay. Okay, John. It's time at the bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play the whole thing. But I love da, it. Da, 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 da. I'm telling you, man, that thing was in my head for days. <laughs> that was going to be in my head all night. Um, <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, yep. So we're doing movies, uh, moon movies. Movies either moon set movies. on, yep. near, or around, or is the point of the movie is the moon. So, yep. um, honestly, there are not a whole lot of new movies. I know that movie First Man no. just came out, uh, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and my movies, I'm structuring it on some here. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, okay, fine. Go ahead and do your three. All right. Uh, my number three is something I was introduced here on the podcast called Iron Sky. Yes. <laughs> it has to be on the list, right? I mean, it has yep. to be. Yep. 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 Uh, my number two, uh, it's I'm now doubting myself. Independence Day, um, but it's only because there's a shot of the moon that's it's like shaking. Oh wow, as the that is ships a are going past. <laughs> at least, at least so. in my I, I picked uh, as an honorable mention Independence Day two. Oh yeah, they're actually on yeah. the moon and they actually have a fight on the moon. Yeah, um, and then my number one would be Apollo thirteen, which is around the moon. Yeah, they look at it. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they were supposed to go there. They were supposed to go, and remember, if they can make a washing machine land fly, my Jimmy could land it. <laughs> I don't know why that that line is always stuck in my head, or it's always just stuck with me. But I really like that. Nice that uh, that line. Nice. Uh, so no, that's yeah, that's my three. What you got? No, Apollo thirteen is great. Um, I actually didn't put it number one because I I actually figured you would. Oh really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, because I knew there was no way we could actually <laughs> make <laughs> Jurassic Park work. Um, so my third one, my number three, actually, I put is Apollo 13. And then in parentheses, I wrote again, because I used it last week as a movie. What was it last week for remember, you? Remember, we did we did Hell or High Water last week. And so we did movies set in Texas. And since they're in Houston. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, Houston, we've got a problem. Uh, my number two is The Right Stuff. Okay. Uh, the movie about going to the moon. And my number one is Iron Sky, because <laughs> I like that movie. It's dumb as hell, but it's fun. He turned me white. That <laughs> guy. Oh, my gosh. That movie's so stupid. They, they've been teasing the second one for forever. I know, right? Um, where they have the, the Hitler is in underground riding a T-Rex. Yes. And the, the president, which is supposed to be... Um, Sarah Palin, right? Sarah Palin is actually like a lizard or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's really dumb, but funny and ridiculous at the same time. All right. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thanks, folks. Oh, I, wait, no. What do you, what, oh, uh, no, you're right. You we, have, we have another thing we're supposed to do, and I'm supposed to hit this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? And this is where we give it a score. Andrew watched the movie, so we'll get his score. Mm-hmm. Either next time we record, or I can actually probably ask him tonight. He's still driving from wherever he is. Poor kid. I know, right? Um, maybe. 
Yeah. I'll ask him right now. Andrew, what's your, uh, Sam, what's your score? Yeah, I was about to say, while you do that, let me, you know, let me get this on you here. Um, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard, these independent movies that I actually really like, because some of the problems with them are because they don't have the budget. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, the exterior shots took me out of the movie every time we saw it. Um, but doggone it, did they totally trick me. They totally got me on these 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 twists. And I, I would recommend this thing. Um, I'll probably get about a 7.75 okay. out of 10. I, I really enjoyed it. Good. Um, what about you? Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, I, I also really... Um, really enjoyed it and uh, I was I guess surprised by how much I liked it you know um, mm-hmm. uh, you know expectations or, or, or happiness or whatever is like expectations plus reality equals whatever mm-hmm. um, and I think it's because we both kind of expected this kind <laughs> of weird you know not like what was it event horizon but like I kind of expected a little bit of space madness like sunshine Yes, and we didn't. I definitely get, thought sunshine more than anything. Yeah, and it wasn't that at all. It's just kind of an interesting sci-fi kind of a thing where it's kind of another movie where the 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 big business is the bad guy, <laughs> um, as opposed to a person, uh, which is very similar to last week. So, mm-hmm. um, IMDb gives it a seven point nine. So that's what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a seven point nine. And nice. Uh, and that works out for the math too, and we'll see what Andrew says if he chimes in the next few minutes. Um, yeah. That's the show. Little. Yeah. Um, so uh, now we're not next. We're not having a show next week. No, but what what yeah, are we no doing sh- after that? Yeah, no show next week. So we will resume recording the week after. Um, and I just, unless some weird thing happens that we can make something work next week, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll keep you guys updated on via the Facebook uh, and Twitter feeds. Um, maybe I can, I don't know, maybe I can do something special with somebody. I don't know. Um, like, like like a, like a one-off, um, (laughs) like live, live viewing, uh, of something online ridiculous with like my brother-in-law and Andrew, like we did for Baywatch that the recording didn't work for some reason. Um, anyway. Uh, so the following episode, the f- the next full episode with the the three of us, the full cast, uh, will be the movie Mowgli. So we're gonna watch the Netflix version of the Jungle Book, having already seen okay. the live action Jungle Book. It'd be interesting to see what the Netflix version of it looks like. I've heard um, it's bloody. Really, really. I've heard it's adult, very adult. Yep. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, and then we've got some, uh, after that, we actually, well, I, I don't know what Mowgli is going to be, if it's going to be good or not, but we've, we've had some pretty, I think, really good movies. Um, and I think it's time for something dumb. So after Mowgli, we're doing Triple X. <laughs> I've never seen Triple X. Oh, you're going to love the hell out of it. Um, awesome. And then after that, it's already on the list, um, I have been... Um, has been requested of us. Uh, it was a verbal request because he refuses to send emails. Um, we are going to do the new Netflix movie Polar. Um, Polar. It's the yeah. It's the um, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads, whatever his name is. He was the guy that was hitting James Bond's nuts with the rope in. Uh huh. Yeah, that first movie with uh, Daniel yeah. Craig. 
and he was in Rogue One, and he's usually yeah. he was a bad guy in Doctor Strange. In a way, he's like an assassin kind of a thing, and uh, I heard that like like it's it's good and really bad at the same time. Huh. Okay. Like he his part is great, but the villains are like overly cartoonish. I mean, it's based on a comic book, but it's like overly cartoonish, bad. <laughs> anyway, that, that's it. So that's the show. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. And I'm going to play the outro now. And uh, let me first off by saying um, you guys are awesome who listen to the show each and every week. Um, and you, um, please, if you can, re- give us a like, leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, uh, YouTube is a thing. No one watches it, but that's fine. But yeah, <laughs> basically iTunes. I mean, because honestly, because we don't do video, so like you listen, mm-hmm. like if you just want to listen to us on YouTube, there's better ways to listen to us on your desktop at your office than on YouTube. But it's easy to do. Uh, but yeah, leave us a review on iTunes if you can. Um, the more like, like you know, the the better rating we get, then then when people do searches for like movie podcast, ours gets pushed up the list. Yep. That's kind of how that works. Um, so. Please, seriously, leave us a review. I know that there are people out there that listen to the show that haven't. It takes 30 seconds. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. And that's also a good way to get in touch with us if you don't want to send us an email to Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com. If you just want to tweet at us or message, like DM, you can slide into my DMs and say, hey, I want you to do this thing, and we'll, we'll do it, right? So... Um, and I, I've basically given up on the Anchor show, yeah. uh, but I've been toying with the idea of another thing. So we'll see. Uh, so Anchor might come back, but it's nothing to do with cheap seat reviews. So anyway, uh, that's it, right? Uh, oh, and cheap, uh, cheapseatreviews.com is a website that uh, exists. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Moin. <laughs> don't, don't you know? <laughs> oh, I'm glad.